Good morning. Welcome to my view from the rim. It's the 28th of March. It's Palm Sunday. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Starting today is the beginning of Holy Week, as we used to refer to it in Spain as La Semana Santa. Palm Sunday, and I want to read from Matthew 21 uh, just to, to begin. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethpage unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the foal of an ass. This is out of uh, Zechariah, the prophet Zechariah. The, the king of the Jews was to arrive in Jerusalem, not as a conquering king upon a charger, upon a stallion, or in a chariot, but as the king of peace. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees, and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Think about that entrance. An entrance of peace. An entrance where the people knew and recognized him as the Messiah. And they gave him the accolades that were due such a person. And to think just five days 
later, these same people would choose a traitor, a murderer, over him. and turn him over to the Romans to be scourged and crucified. Of course, he was not the king of peace for very long as he entered the city. When he went to the temple, he cleansed the temple, throwing the tables and the money changers over and those that were selling animals. But unlike the first time where he said, my father's house, this time he said, my house shall be called the house of prayer but ye have made it a den of thieves. And so begins the clash between the establishment Judaism, meaning the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, and the rabbis, and the fulfillment of God's plan manifest in a son of Judah, a son of David, Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father. So as we look forward to his death and his resurrection this week coming up, we should think about where we stand in comparison to are we those waving the palm leaves but when the heat is turned on us we cheer for the release of a murderer or perhaps we're the ones who are not sure as to whether or not he is truly the Son of God. But we know he's a good person. And we know he doesn't deserve what ultimately happens to him. But here's the thing. 
As the leaders of the Jews hurled terrible insults to him, um, telling him that if he was the son of God to come down off the cross and they would believe. And of course, the, this is this is where Satan does his work, where he sows doubt. And look at it in our world today. Doubt is everywhere. How many times do we see people who are ministers and preachers who have been at one point in their lives felt called to the ministry, yet they do not believe that Jesus Christ is the literal Son of God? Yes, that's a thing. And I don't have the polling numbers here because I didn't think I was going here. Didn't even occur to me, but we're rolling. The Pew Public Research Poll does an outstanding job um, of gauging religious sentiment. And while those religious creeds that maintain a doctrinal position do not lose membership as fast as those who try to roll with the times, you know, who try to adapt their doctrines and tenets and creeds to the social mores of the day. There's no question that people in general in the United States are turning away from religion. They have all sorts of excuses for it. And I'm not discounting some of those excuses. Some of them may be perfectly valid. But you have to ask yourself this. Are you consistent when you say, when you look backwards and say, well, they did this then? Are you consistent across the board? For example, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that I'm a member of had a long-standing practice that they did not allow male men of color or males of color to be ordained to the priesthood until 1978. There were many, many discourses given as to the reason why, but this was not ever actually doctrine. And I don't want to go into the... Because there's all sorts of things that all sorts of leaders who are prophets of God 
have stated Yes, I can pull them up on the internet just like anybody else. And people do that. But then when I pull up the fact that, you know, the KKK was the militant arm of the Democratic Party until not all that long ago. I mean, Senator Byrd was a Klansman, and he didn't. He died while Barack Obama was president of the United States. Now, he'd renounced the Klan, but it wasn't that long ago when you consider time. The question is this. As we look forward... Starting today, are we willing to look forward with faith to our Savior Jesus Christ? Understanding that those men on earth and women who are here to guide us and give us direction are imperfect beings. Are we willing to forgive what has gone before? Are we willing to forgive others? for what they have done before. Have you noticed a refrain here? Because you'll for sure recognize this one. Are you willing to forgive yourself for something you may have done this morning? for a weakness that you may have that you're fighting against with all your heart and your mind. And you bear your soul to the Lord every night. My brother and sister, don't try to go at this alone. Starting today, will you take the Lord's hand and let him guide you? Will you take the hand of him who said, as he's being nailed to the cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Do you think he was just referring to the Romans? 
Or do you think he was also referring to the people? And perhaps even to the Jewish hierarchy itself. Yes, we know that Christ said that those who turned him over to Pilate would be worse off than Pilate. But that's only relative. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Or so goes the refrain. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was despised, rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. But on Palm Sunday, On that one day, as he entered Jerusalem as the King of Peace, on that one day, he was heralded by his people. Starting today, will you stand with the Savior even as it becomes more and more difficult in this world today to do so? Because it will, and we know that. May you find the peace of the Savior who went as a lamb to the slaughter. During this holy week, I testify to you that Christ lived and that he paid the price for our sins. And he died on the cross and was resurrected. And because he was resurrected, all of us will live again.
It's my view from the rim. Have a wonderful night, and we'll talk to you later.